You're listening to the Geek and Glitter podcast, where we talk all things geeky, from fashion to lifestyle. We're one month into 2020, so it's time to talk about our most anticipated movies, TV shows, and more. The movie couple's Dustin Zaney guest hosts on this episode. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, we're back. First episode, no, that's a lie. It's not the first episode of the new year. It's actually the second, but welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 22. This is technically season two, but I'm still going to number it 22. It's all very confusing, but I want to uh, welcome my guest today. Also my husband, Dustin Zaney. Hey, how's it going everyone? Hi. Okay. So welcome to the show. It's, it it was inevitable that you were going to be on. I have to admit, though, I am a little nervous. This is my very Why? first podcast. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, this is all new. There's actually, like, no camera. It's just the mic and you and me. It's actually so much more relaxing because you forget that you're, quote-unquote, recording. Uh-oh. So you you just, like, you know, there's no camera. There's no, not that we fake appear in any sort of way, but there there's nothing capturing. Look, we're in our pajamas, that, that's that's what that's the biggest difference for me doing a podcast and a YouTube video is I can have head from like head to toe pajamas where if we're on YouTube then I'm only like pajama bottoms. <laughs> we're in comfy see. clothes. <laughs> don't have to wear any kind of makeup. Don't have to get our hair done. Heck yeah. Nice and comfy. I like it. Oh, me too. So, um, before we, so normally when we do the show, it's, um, me and my co-host, whoever it may be for that episode, we usually kind of go into like what we're, you know, catching up on what we, what we've been doing lately. Um, but it's a little bit different today because the focus of this, uh, episode is not going to be heavily fashion slash lifestyle update, uh, heavy. So we're going to do that First, atop the show, and then we're going to catch up on what, we, what we've been up to. Then we're going to go ahead and dive into our most anticipated things of 2020. So for our fashion slash geek lifestyle segment slash update, I'm just going to talk about a couple of quick things. We're going to talk about Al Hoffer Design. She dropped a, I'm going to use my air quotes, um, <laughs> Hercules dress. I'm actually going to look at her actual her actual website right now because it is called the Demi Goddess Wrap Dress with a cape. So oh. I'm showing it to Dustin right now. It is um, the dress will hit you depending on how tall you are. On the model, it's hitting right above the knee. It's in this gorgeous rust orange color. It, it is a wrap dress, so it has a brown wrap for the belt, and it's got like a V neckline, and it's got. Hercules iconic blue cape with little buttons. She's so innovative with these buttons. Oh yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of her work and I I love her style. I really love all the stuff that you've worn that you have from hers and I love just the way she uses color. Yeah. Is just incredible. It's really vibrant. Her color story, she really knows how to give whatever character or theme that she's kind of paying tribute to, anything she's pulling inspiration from. She really knows how to tell the color story. That's why I repeatedly go back and wear her stuff. I'm, in fact, wearing an Al Hoffer piece right now. It is her oh, yeah. her doctor's long line cardigan in berry. Um, and, I, and I love it. And it has thumb holes and pockets. I also like the fact that it is very subtle, too, sometimes. Now, mm-hmm. if you know the property that she is styling after, you pick it up immediately. Yeah. But if you don't, there's still something that draws you in and makes you go, that is really cool. Why is it tickling something in the back <laughs> of my mind? Yes. Yeah. Her her pieces are really iconic. And 
uh, a lot of the geek fashionistas, whenever I wear an Al Hoffer piece out, like specifically to Disney, mm-hmm. um, I've had people come up, I love your Al Hoffer piece. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's just, you know, uh, Katie's my friend. So it's always nice to have someone come up and recognize your friend's work that mm-hmm. you're wearing. They're like, I love her stuff. Or they, or they know it, but they haven't bought it. Well, when we go to Disneyland, I can't believe how many compliments. Like, yeah, you got on the Cinderella or the Cinderella. No, no, it was the sleeping. It was the the Sleeping Sleeping Beauty. It was the naked blue wrap dress. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. And I mean, you couldn't have gone like more than twenty steps in between each compliment. Oh, that looks so nice. All the reasons to keep wearing it back into the park. Uh huh. So the wrap dress, if you haven't had one before, these are made of spandex uh, fabric. It is moisture wicking, antimicrobial. Uh, It's got incredible stretch and this pocket uh, this pocket sorry this dress like all her other dresses has obviously has pockets it comes with the one pocket because why not look if somebody asked Catherine, do you want pockets and she said yes so she just puts pockets on everything it's amazing well, um, why wouldn't you want I love pockets it. it's one of those things that why did they ever take pockets out of women's fashion i mean i understand day? maybe having the pockets so maybe it didn't make certain skirts or styles fit right certain things can't have pockets in it there are a couple very few of our hoffer items that don't have pockets because if she put it in there it would essentially the silhouette would be look very different and the Mm. fit would be very different but she makes those very conscious choices to you know she makes sure if she can put a pocket in it there's a pocket in it and there's and there these aren't like baby pockets either they're like deep Mm-hmm. pockets you can put your life in these pockets which is amazing so um the demigoddess wrap dress with cape is available for pre-order right now and um i highly suggest you go and check that out next on our fashion update we have black milk and black milk is an australian brand that i have fallen in love with they're not cheap so i don't have too many mm-hmm. of them but i did buy like the porgs short overall or overall shorts are super super cute and because birds of prey the harley quinn movie is coming out well it's not just a carly harley quinn movie it's you know ensemble but Mm -hmm. birds of prey the movie is coming out so they are dropping their um birds of prey collection in two days so it'll be tuesday february 4th online i anticipate this collection to go pretty quick and i'm just gonna scroll down and i see there's this, it's called the Fantabulous Robe. It's got mm. silver glitter on the sleeves. It's long and it's gorgeous. Wow, it looks like a wizard's cape. Oh, I'm going to have to pull away from the Dustin's going to take a look at it. It's absolutely gorgeous. Do we see it? Oh. It's long. It's, it looks like it's got velvet. It's ankle length. So that's oh, wow. that's where that's how far it's going. It's got sequins down the sleeves, down the sides. It, it is very much essentially a Harley Quinn. Very vibrant, yeah. Really, and really vibrant. That silver and blue combination just really makes it pop. Yeah. I like that they are not just limited to like tops. They also have a couple of um, pants. They mm-hmm. have a pinstripe cuffed pants. They have these black canary flare pants. Flares for me would never work. I'm five one, so it just makes me look extra short, in my own opinion. So I would stay away from those. But I'm very envious of all the tall ladies that get to wear this and look fantastic in it. So I, I will live vicarious through them. They also have the Harley Quinn gold overalls, which is very iconic. We've already seen it in the trailers. It's got you know what's that like the diamond shape? 
that Harley Quinn is known for. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is kind of just like a, it's it's very much like this is like a, co I would say this is a more of a cosplay piece, but like, you know, go and rock it. And she's got these uh, Stars and Stripes cuff shorts that are also seen in the movie. They have skater dresses, t-shirts with Joker on it, very more comic book driven so mm -hmm. this collection is coming out on tuesday and oh I, like in like two days in yeah in just two days because birds of prey comes out on the seventh oh. so this is an, in anticipation for the movie i honestly i i love black milk and i love the collection i don't know i think maybe the only piece that i would get from this would be these pinstripe cuffed pants um they are just pinstripe i think the colors are black it looks like red and white or maybe it's like a navy blue those are super cute super versatile for every day some of the other pieces i don't see myself being able to wear or reach for that often but i love black milk and i love that they're doing a birds of prey collection so i wanted to shout them out for that let's see what else is on our agenda sideshow collectibles drops a whole new release, the most adorable thing, The Child, a.k.a. everybody knows it as Baby Yoda. It is life-sized. That's something that I saw. When you showed me the pictures of this, I was like, holy cow. It's like the actual puppet that they used on set to where it is full-sized. It is adorable. It looks like they even used some kind of – like they've – picked a really good material mm -hmm. to give that skin kind of texture to it where it even kind of looked in the picture like a little bit at the end of the ear was a little translucent. It's crazy, right? And I'm like, this is insane detail. And I was like, we got to get this. I know. The piece isn't too expensive. It's also on pre-order right now. It's $350 mm. for a life-size Baby Yoda slash the child slash the asset, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Baby Yoda. Him or... Her, we don't know. We actually don't we know. We actually yeah. don't know. So we don't know the sex of Look, the it child. doesn't matter. The baby Yoda is adorable. Um, and like Dustin said, it's so detailed. It's got even like cute little hair on its head. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest takeaway when I first looked at that photo was the eyes. Yes. Just staring up at you, activating puppy eyes to the 10th power, saying, <laughs> you want me in your home, don't you? <laughs> How could you not have me? If no. you don't get me now... Someone else is going to get me. That means other people are going to have me in their home, and you're not. I feel like we need to get it. Look, we can split the payments That's into, into four. $52.50. If you split into four payments, I think we might have to do that after this <laughs> podcast. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I want to be the first one to have it. <laughs> Us and however many people pre-ordered already will get it on the first day. But it is really incredible, and I, I, I can't wait until when you know, they finalize everything and like start shipping out because we're on pre-order. So, so like nobody has it except for maybe like one or two, maybe prototypes or something like that at Sideshow. And, yeah, those are not, yeah. Yeah, the, obviously that's not for sale because maybe it's a concept or whatever. Obviously they have at least one that's a tangible because we see it in the photo, but. I wonder how different it, um, the models are from like their prototypes mm -hmm. to the actual product that comes out. I, I would mean, say 99% is going to be pretty close. Okay. I don't I don't feel like because the photos, I mean yes, they say in the photos this is a prototype that's shown, but when people see it, they generally are thinking they have this picture in their head already 
of what the product is going to look like. So if it shows up at your door and like even 70% of it, if, even if it's 70% accurate, people are going to be upset because yeah. 354 life size Yoda or baby Yoda. Okay. Not, I, w- I would say it's affordable for a collectible. Yeah. For that type of a collectible. However, that's still, it's not pocket change. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of dough. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, a week's paycheck for some people. Yeah. Kind of a thing. So, so at least half a week. Yeah. So it's not money that anybody would put out lightly. Um, so I, I think they're going to, SciShow's always been really, really good with their products. So mm-hmm. I would imagine, plus there's no one else with this right now. Yeah. They're the only ones that I know of. So we're going to probably order. <laughs> we're getting it. I think we're going to get it. Okay. Um, so now we're done with our fashion slash lifestyle updates. I didn't want that to take up too, too, too much time because we have so much more to talk about. But let's go ahead and catch up with what we've been up to lately because I feel like we did so much today and so much last week. You and I visited oh Universal gosh, Studios yeah. ho- uh, Hollywood because you're having a Lunar New Year celebration. It is still currently Lunar New Year. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, I really liked it this year. I, lo- I love Mr. Ping, um, and I just love the atmosphere and the ambiance that they had this time around. I thought Megatron was really cool out front. There were some issues with the food that we got, I, pers- I personally think. Yeah. But overall, it was a good experience. It was really fun. And I definitely want to go back um, next year. When they do it again and see what they would change. I agree. I had a lot of fun. Um, I feel that they they definitely condensed it to only one area of the park. It is not a park-wide celebration. It is only at the main level of the park. So Universal has like, you know, there's an upper lot, if we call it, the main lot. And then they have the lower lot where the Mummy and Transformer Jurassic Park is all down there. Um, So the Lunar New Year celebration is held inside Universal Plaza, which is basically you walk straight down the park and when it opens up, you can't miss it. And everything is in there, so they have the meet and greet with the characters like from Kung Fu Panda, Hello Kitty is there, the Minions are there, Megatron mm-hmm. is there, they have all the food in the pop-up restaurant, Mr. Ping's noodle uh, shop is all staged there as well as performances. I really enjoyed everything and I feel like they really show that even though it's small, it still can be enjoyable for everybody. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't take away from everything else that everybody wants to do in the park. So it's not like a giant interruption if people walk in and be like, oh, I don't want it to be just about Lunar New Year because it's not the whole It's not the whole park. Yeah, and there's still a lot of people who go who are like, what's Lunar New Year's? You know, <laughs> oh, sad. So, yeah, it, I mean, there's just some people who just haven't been exposed this to it. This is true. So they're mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, this is cool and interesting. I mean, but we didn't come here for this. We came here for Jurassic Universal. Park, the ride. Exactly. Or something else. Uh-huh. But I do have to admit, who the, whoever the actor is that does Mr. Ping, does oh, the an, voice, um, the voice, and the puppeteering, and the puppeteering does an incredible job, and he does an incredible job of improving with you too, to where you know you have a nice little banter conversation back and forth, and he just goes along with it very very well. I agree. So I um, saw some videos online and what he did with us. I thought was super cute. So yeah. I highly recommend hanging out with Mr. Peng for a little bit. Uh, it was a lot of fun. If you guys want to see the video for uh, our interaction, it's actually not up on the Movie Couple channel. It's up on the, Gle- the Geek and Glitter 
YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. I don't post to that channel too often, but whenever I do theme park um, coverage, I guess you can call it, mm -hmm. um, it goes there. So if you want to check it out, just type in Geek and Glitter. I think it's the sign for end, and you should find it. It's also up on the Geek and Glitter website if you want to check that out, which is just Geek and the letter N, Geek and glitter.com but it was a lot of fun and i want to just touch up real quick about the food because that so for me i celebrated lunar year or chinese new year my entire life mm -hmm. um so the food was really important that they were gonna get it right that it was gonna taste good um theme park food aren't very cheap no i have to admit yeah we got a very small portion for the full portion price. At the at first, exactly. At first, I was looking at the pictures and I thought, well, the price isn't too bad for if, if that's what we're gonna get. And then when we sat <laughs> down, I opened the bowl, bowl and I thought, oh wait, there's only this only half full. <laughs> um, so I don't remember how much everything was, but it, it was oh, it's slightly. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it is pricier than what you would get at a at a you know regular restaurant, or at yeah. least the portion is much smaller than you know, than the price that you paid. So we got the beef pho and the pork ramen. Yes. So we wanted to try both. I would say the beef pho, when I looked at it, it looked all right. But when I tasted it, I thought, oh, this tastes good. Yeah, your beef pho was really tasty. Really and The broth good. was actually pretty good. Um, I got the, um, the ramen, and I have to admit, I was a little disappointed with it. It, the the ramen um, broth wasn't as flavorful as I would like. A little bland. And the pork, I think, was really overdone. Like, mm -hmm. I think they burnt it kind oh. of thing. And so it was very dry and a, a little, I think it was maybe just a few steps away from jerky. Yikes. Kind of. Wow. So, but, you know, the broth did help. So it, it kind of absorbed some of the broth, made it a little bit um, less chewy and tough. Yeah. So, and, but it was still, it was, I wouldn't say that it was like, oh my gosh, I want my money back. Kind mm -hmm. of thing. It was still edible. It was still tasty. And, you know, when you're in the mood for ramen, you're like, oh, I'll eat it. Yeah, that's true. We also got uh, two sides. We got the egg roll, which was fine. Just your standard egg roll. It's nothing special about it. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't excellent. You know, it was, yeah. it was fine. It was great. Um, then we got the sesame balls, which is... Typically made of like rice flour. It's a little bit chewy, kind of like a mochi texture, a little bit. And then it's filled with uh, red bean paste. And it was funny because when I was writing up my coverage for the website, I wrote down red bean paste. And then I went and I looked through a couple of other outlets coverage just to see what their thoughts on the food was and see if maybe they ordered something we didn't. And the two articles I happen to click on, they both ordered um, the sesame seeds. And one of them didn't describe the ingredient. They just said that they that it was good and that they recommended. The other website, I'm not going to name either websites, said that it was filled with semi-sweet chocolate, semi chocolate. Yeah. And it made me pause. And I thought, I think I know my Chinese pastries pretty well. And I'm 99% sure that that was red bean paste. Yeah, even I was like... When you came up and asked me, I was like, no, I'm pretty sure that's red bean paste. Because for me, it's such, I know what like dark chocolate and a semi-sweet chocolate tastes like. Mm -hmm. And now after, you know, being married to you for <laughs> six years, I know what red bean paste tastes like. Yeah. And the first time I had it, I was kind of like, oh, this is interesting. But, you know, I've grown to where I'm like, this is, 
I'm starting to like it. But it, yeah, there's a huge difference once you actually know them and once you're like a culture to it, so to speak. But then when I read these articles, it threw me for a loop and I second guessed myself. And I <laughs> turned to Dustin when I was writing this and I thought, hey, are you sure what we tasted was red bean paste? And he, he said, you know, you said, yeah, for sure it was. And I questioned, I questioned it so much because I didn't know where they got semi-sweet chocolate from, except that maybe it's similar in color, but not similar in taste, definitely not similar in consistency. Yeah, So texture. I had to email my, my contact <laughs> at Universal, and I was like, look, I think I know what I tasted, but can you just check on this? And they did, and it, and, and it was red bean paste, and so I feel better, and I should have shouldn't have doubted myself. But overall, um, that aside... The event was fun. You and I actually got to go on Jurassic Park the ride. Yeah. Since it, the first time since it's been renovated. Mm -hmm. So now it's Jurassic World. Now it's Jurassic World with, with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, they, they got and the whole cast Dominus back. Rex. And what was it? Even in line, um, they have like the videos that are going on yeah. up on the TV screens. And they got some of the other actors too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dee Dee Wong was back in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it I was... loved what he said in the first Jurassic World to where he's like, what are you talking about? All of these dinosaurs are genetically altered. Dinosaurs in, in our real history would not look like this. We alter them for the theme park so you guys have a better product to sell Yikes. kind of a thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's such a good thing to put in there. So you now know that it's altered. And I like what they did with his character. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, and I like that. So the right track itself didn't change no. But they changed the, a lot of the decor of it. There's, you know, really cool, like, projection and and different scenes that kind of played out that yeah. I liked. But I thought, I I wanted to see more animatronics, more more dinosaurs. Yeah. And it's just not they as many. didn't really add any new animatronics. They added, well, they added they ones added... that works. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like that was a shade. Have you been on the old Jurassic Park oh, ride? Oh, yeah. They didn't oh, yeah, work. That, that, that Brachiosaurus never worked. And that, right, So, but these ones work, so that's an upgrade, mm -hmm. at well, least. The ones that uh, were in there were the ones that they always had. Um, really? Yeah, it's been so long change. since I've gone. They pretty much took out that entire first part with the Brachiosaurus that never worked. Right. And they put in those screens. Which and looked really cool. Sense. It looked really cool. Uh -huh. and, I kind of, and I liked the effect of... The, uh, the dinosaurs that's underwater. The big I, yeah, I don't remember the dinosaur. name of it either. I the name. But yeah, when he charges at the, um, at the, the glass screen. and cracks it, and you're like, <gasps> It's really cool. Yeah, it's a really cool effect, and I like it. But yeah, then the rest of us kind of like, no dinosaur, no dinosaur, no dinosaur. Here's the end. Here's two more dinosaurs and one big one. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and we got <laughs> stuck. This is something that I found so funny. Um, so they added a few velociraptors here and there. Um, but once you finally go up the, the, for the drop, yeah, the climb, and you start going around a little bit right before you get to the big drop, um, and the T-Rex comes out, there was a, um, an animatronic of blue and you see him and you, you can kind of tell that it was, you know, an animatronic walk. Like they had the motion of an up and down. Yeah. And, to emulate um, the walking. We got stuck there for a little bit. And I don't know. I think I mentioned it to you, but you didn't notice. I didn't see it. I was looking at the other side. So they had Blue coming out on his walk. And he does like this talking. Like he, it looks like he's communicating to either us or uh, the... Chris Pratt's character? Not Chris Pratt. His but, other... But like his other dinosaur friends. Mm -hmm. 
kind of thing. But then the um, the boat in front of us went over the um, the drop, and then you start seeing blue walk backwards. Basically, with we saw blue bounce. We basically saw blue or Dustin saw blue reset. Yeah, and it's just like it's something that you're never meant to see, but it's hilarious when you see it because it it can happen. And when you told me, I oh my god, I was so jealous. I wish I had seen it. <laughs> it I really so do. It was just a little weird because I kind of caught it at the last minute. Yeah. Because I was focusing on, oh, here comes the T-Rex. Here comes the T-Rex. I got to make sure I've got all my tarp on because we had ponchos on. Yeah, we were those assholes that decided <laughs> to go to the 99 cent store because we're no fun. And we decided to buy these like rain ponchos to wear yeah. just in case we got wet. We even packed a towel, a change of clothes, which none of it was necessary because no. we got a little wet. But that is something I have to highly recommend. What? If you're ever going to a theme park that has a water ride and you mm -hmm. want to like think oh maybe i'll need a poncho get it at the 99 cent store because <laughs> at the theme parks where i went up after we got off jurassic park and i was like huh i wonder how much it would have cost us and one poncho was like 12.99 and Jeez. i'm like holy cow so what a markup yeah. I mean, it's a theme park. I mean, but there, there's true. our, not to justify it because I'm, I am also the person that would go to that. I mean, I did go mm -hmm. to the 99 cent store and get a disposable poncho, but the ones that, the, that you would buy universal, you don't throw away after one ride. You, you'd somehow dry it up, fold it back up and keep it. I, I think, right. Cause we saw people wearing them. They looked like it was thicker than yeah, they were like, it's not like, just a plastic bag. Yeah. Ours was very much see through ish or kind of translucent. Yeah. Um, the ones that other people had were actually like a solid yellow mm -hmm. kind of like, what is that? That Georgie. Oh, like from well, not, it, not that thick, <laughs> but it was that color. So it did look like it provided a little bit more protection. Yeah. But honestly, all you need to do is just not be wet. Yeah. I just didn't want my butt to get wet. And because we sat on, because the poncho was long and I sat on it, my butt didn't get wet. Um, but it was, it was a fun time at Universal Studios and, and I'm excited to, I'm always excited to go back. Mm -hmm. So for our main topic today, we are going to talk about what we're looking forward to in 2020. And it's kind of perfect because today is Super Bowl Sunday. That means for the movie couple, Dustin and I... We did a marathon of trailer reactions from like 2.30 p.m. on until about 6. I was done editing. There's, yeah. I think, 5 or 6, maybe 7 trailers that are um, available on the Movie Couple channel. If you guys want to check those out, if you haven't already. But we saw, let's talk about what we saw today and which ones we liked the most yeah, out of all of them. How did we end up doing? We did like six, right? Uh, we did, let's count them down right now. We did Top Gun, Maverick, Invisible mm. Man, Mulan. Black Widow, Minions 2, The Rise of Gru, and the Disney Plus spot, which uh, had uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, and Loki. Which, I'm like, it was a 30-second spot, and they promoted three things. Each thing got like 10 seconds. Well, I have to admit, that Loki thing was really small at the end, but it still made you go, yeah, Loki! It did. I, I have to say, I had the most fun watching that one. Yeah. Because, mainly because of WandaVision. The yeah. footage they have for WandaVision looked fantastic. I am really excited on how they're going to handle that. And how they're going to direct it. The direction that they're going to go with it. Because it looks like they have a couple different, um, what is that, family? Like TV sitcoms. Yeah, TV sitcom families. You know, it looked like they had 
a little bit of I Love Lucy mixed with like a Pleasantville kind of thing, that black and white feel. They definitely had like a Roseanne mm -hmm. um, th thing in there. They also had a Brady Bunch. Yeah. And, and you also mentioned Desperate Housewives, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. with, with her original costume. Yeah. And of course, you know, after we did the trailer, after we did the reaction, we're going like frame by frame going, okay, wait, what's this one's this? Which one's this? Because it goes, it goes by so fast. It's going to be the most bonkers show, I feel mm -hmm. like, out of all the, the Marvel um, live actions. It's mm -hmm. the one that I'm looking... I was looking forward to Loki the most, but we still don't know... Look, put Tom, Tom Hiddleston in anything, I'll watch <laughs> it, because I'm such a fan. He's so cool. He's so cool. And his white line, I was like, yes, he said something. <laughs> total, he said something. He total said something. fangirl. But the concept of WandaVision, that it could all be inside Wanda's head, or she's mm -hmm. going crazy, this is following... I, I, we're assuming, um, spoiler, Vision's death, you know, and that's yeah. kind of like, so it's all, and maybe that's why he's in black and white and she's in color. Oh, yeah. No, but he was in a few... Um, that's true. ...color... Um, it, there were some spots where, like, and they were in the Roseanne reality. Uh, oh, yes. Had, that he was in color. So we don't, yeah. So maybe my entire theory is wrong. So who knows? But it's, who knows? it's really, really, really awesome. It's completely bonkers. And I honestly can't wait to see more of it. Mm -hmm. um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is an automatic buy for me. For oh, anybody yeah. who is like really invested in the Avengers franchise, this is an automatically, you put it on my list. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to, well, we can't binge it because it's only out weekly but as soon yeah, as it comes out we're we gonna watch it wait for all of them to come out and then be like go but i don't think we're gonna be able to do that i have to admit though it is pretty cool to be able to take something like, uh, like a tv show and have to watch it over a period of time or have to wait until next week kind of thing it does make it make that flavor kind of last a little bit longer but then there's always a part of me where i'm like i want to watch it now <laughs> i want to watch the next episode so it's going to be interesting to see how they, um, to be able to sit down and have to wait each episode and how much of a cliffhanger they do. It's going to be the Mandalorian all over again. Probably. Yeah, where you just, you can't wait till it's Friday or whenever they decide to release these episodes. And I can't wait. Um, any other spots that we saw tonight at the Super Bowl Sunday stood out to you? Um, well, if you watch the reactions, the one that I laughed the hardest at was the Minions trailer. I thought for... I didn't even know they were doing a second Minions movie. And the fact that it just came out and it was kind of this, Sunday, 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 Minions, Minions, Minions. Go and watch it. Punch you in the face. Here we go. Yeah, a, a lot was happening. It. I was like, this is great. I love this. This is exactly how Minions really should be. Is this crazy, chaotic, fun, high energy... Um, <laughs> So, you know, nuns with nunchucks. I yeah, was that was hilarious. hilarious. Uh-huh, that was hilarious. For me, I would probably pick probably Mulan. Mulan got a two-minute and two-second spot, and See. it was all, you know, epic war, mostly epic war scenery. Um, we did get some scenes that we have seen already. Mm -hmm. um, she had a lot of talk time with Gong Li, who plays the witch, shape-shifting witch, um, in this one. I actually don't know if she can shape shift into any other. Yeah, yeah, she was shape shifting. I know, into but the bird. but like, oh, I, I don't know if she can change into any other type of beings. Like, could she it, change like, into like a mountain lion? 
Well, I don't know that. Or... Right, right, right. So I, I don't know if she can, but because so far all we've seen is the Falcon, which kind of, you know, plays back to the original Mulan yeah. animated, Disney animated film. So I'm, I'm really excited to see how it's going to play out. I'm so curious. I want to see the fighting. It's going to look, it already looks epic, so I can't wait. Yeah, but you know, the other trailers that I really like too, I really like that Black Widow trailer. I thought it was really cool. It was short and sweet. It gave you that hint of we're going to learn more about, you know, the family she had before the Avengers. So I'm really hoping that they have, they show a really good family um, dynamics between them. And now that we've seen all the trailers, this is kind of perfectly going to lead us into the movies that we're excited for. Mm -hmm. In 2020, there is a lot of movies that, oh, yeah. are, that are coming out. We already have Birds of Prey that are coming out. That's coming out in already. And I'm really excited about that one. Yeah, me too. And I'm jonesing for like a really good movie because I've seen a few movies so far. Like I know it's January. It's... Nothing people people joke that. about, you know, oh, it's kind of like dumping ground for, you know, not so great movies or whatever. But I still want to go into a theater and have a good time. And out of all the movies I've seen so far this year, which is not too many, um, the only movie I liked was Bad Boys for Life. Well, That I was just like a fun popcorn flick. And out of all of the movies that have come out, that is one of the movies that you can get away with, you know, a little plot hole here, a little bit of... How did this convenient story writing? Because you're there for the action. You're there for Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. And you're not there for plot development and character development. You're there to have fun. So as long as you have fun, that movie can get away with a lot. I agree. So um, what, are you, what are some of your most anticipated 2020 movies? Right now, are you talking about like some of the ones that are coming out soon? It can be any. It can, any. It can be any. Okay. Well, it's weird because for the first time in, what, five years, we're not going to have a Star Wars movie? I know. Out. We're so done for now. We're done for now. So, And I'm pretty good. I think taking a little bit of a break from the big budget, um, main billboard um, blockbuster Star Wars movie mm -hmm. is good. Take yeah. a little bit of a break, let people digest what happened, and then hop back into it. So, And I'm excited on where they're going to go with that. But um, for my, what is it? For some of the picks that I did not see coming that I would be really excited about was um, The Invisible Man, mm -hmm. which I have to admit, I was like, this is a really good take on The Invisible Man. Why someone would actually want to turn themselves invisible and the kind of person you would have to be in order to actually want to do that. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see Birds of Prey. I'm also really excited to see Onward. Yes! And that one just looks like so much fun with Chris Pratt and um, Spider-Man. Um, Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Thank you very much. Chris Pratt and um, Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. And... Um, those are the ones that are coming out recently that I'm super excited about. I'm a little nervous about some of the other movies. I'm a little nervous about Sonic. Okay. But intrigued at the first time. I mean, intrigued because of the changes that they made. Um, and of course, you know, Black Widow. I'm really curious on what they're going to do with New Mutants, too. So yeah. we're going to have a, also a good amount of um, really interesting comic book movies coming out. I, I, I agree. And speaking of comic book movies, I'm just kind of scrolling past this list that we have. 
I have to mention Free Guy, which stars mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, and it's just like hilarious to see him play this NPC uh, in a video game world. It's kind of like a combination of like Grand Theft Auto, Minecraft, Free uh, Fortnite type of a situation. Yeah. It's it's it gave it gave me really a, a vibe of like the Lego Movie where he is Emmett. Yes, but you know, but he realized, video game. Yeah, it's kind of like. But he if, realizes where Emmett does it. We're at the very beginning. If Emmett kind of realized, oh, I'm a toy. <laughs> I'm a Lego. What? What? It, what? What does this do to my the, my my world, my reality? What I always did, and now it's just flipped on his head. So I'm excited for that one too. Yeah. Yes. Any other ones that stood out to you? Um. Well, I'll just start going through. Yeah. Some just of you can go ones. go ahead and go down your list. Um. Wonder Woman. Of course, uh, yes. 1984, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, I'm super excited about. Soul looks really interesting. It looks like it's going to be a really big tearjerker. Yeah, you know, I saw bits and pieces of it. I think it was like maybe a five-minute thing, maybe less, mm-hmm. at um, D23 Expo last year. Oh, yeah. They showed us just a little bit. Maybe it was just the trailer, and then they showed us like little snippets. But you can tell right away. It's going to be, look, if it's if it's not going to make you cry, then it's not really Pixar. Is yeah. it even Pixar if it's not going to make you cry? Yes. So. <laughs> I've cried, I think, in every single Pixar movie that they've ever made. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Or at least, at least gotten one of those, I'm not crying, I'm not crying. Who's cutting crying. onions in here? Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, so Soul, uh, Free Guy comes out. Of course, Top Gun comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, just because of my reaction to the Minions trailer... Yeah. I think Minions gets a spot on my list. But, um, what is it? Ghostbusters, super excited about. Um, Morbius, Bill and Ted. You have the Eternals. Bill and Ted is back. Bill and Ted. They're God, back. How many years? It's been has a long it been time. From Bill and Ted. Now, it's, now I'm going to have to go back and watch the other ones. I know. We can have a little a movie marathon. And one of my favorite lines that I say oh, pretty much all the time is, excuse me, do you know when the Mongols ruled China? Yeah. I don't know. I just work here. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good movies coming Mm -hmm. out. Oh, and what is it? There's still talks about Uncharted. Yep. Coming out, and it's probably going to come out like around the end of the year. But I'm excited to see what they'll do with that. Hopefully it will be, you know, the change of the big... um, of the, what is it called? The uh, the video game franchise. Yeah. Video game movies. Yeah. I mean, didn't we have one recently that I thought was okay? Yeah. For video game? What movie was that? Oh. Oh, God. It, it was that good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good that I it forgot, was, obviously. But it was one of those things where we're like, okay, yeah. it's not terrible. Was it Tomb Raider? Well, you, you said that you enjoyed Tomb I Raider. thought it was fine. I didn't think I didn't, I didn't think it was spectacular, but like it could have gone really, really bad, and I don't think it was really, really bad. Well, you guys, if you know what video game movie that I'm talking about that was decent, um, <laughs> send us an email at geekandglitter at gmail.com. That's geek, the letter N, glitter at gmail.com, and let us know, because we can't remember for the life of me. Do you have any more on your list? I got some honorable mentions up there. Okay. Um, Quiet Place 2 is an honorable mention. Trolls. That's an honorable mention to you? Well, remember, I haven't seen the first one yet. you got to watch it. I have pieces, it at home. So we're going to have to watch it when it's like earlier in the day. It's still so bright good. outside. It's still going to creep you out. It's I've, I've never been so... I've never sat so still 
in a movie. I've never heard her screening so quiet and people were afraid to crunch down on their popcorn <laughs> because that movie movie made you feel like if you made a sound, one of those things was going to come after you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's spectacular. I remember when we... Um... When, when I went to go see Arachnophobia in theaters. Ugh, and no, pass. I was kind of looking around. Everyone had like their feet up off the ground. <laughs> they were tucked into their chairs super tight. And of course, my um, brother was taking his popcorn and like super lobbing it, trying to get like it to go up really high and then fall down on people oh just to make them God. jump. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was, Somebody he was, did that to me. I turn around like, and I'm yell at them. Him. Yeah. Chase them out the theater. But of course, I don't think you would be in a movie called Arachnophobia. No, you're absolutely right. I, I nowhere near that movie. Seen bits and pieces of the movie Arachnophobia, and that is enough. Now, one last movie that I want to talk about. Okay. That I did not know or hear about until I kind of started to go through the list is a movie called Bio. Bio? Right. What's that? That's not on my list. Bio. Um, it's a movie that's going to have Tom Hanks in it, and apparently he's like the last man on Earth. And um, before he dies, he wants to create a robot that will take care of his dog for him. So he's like, it seems like he knows he's going to pass away soon. And if he passes away before his dog does, he wants something here to be a companion to the dog and for himself before he dies. And I was like, this sounds like a fun, this sounds like a good movie. Like it actually might be very heartwarming or they might go the whole kill a robot from outer space kind of thing and just make the robot super creepy but it sounds more from the description like it's going to be more of a a heartwarming kind of movie so i'm excited to see that that sounds cute so he's working on a program that's going to help after he passes will help him take care of his dog well he likes wants to finish the robot Mm -hmm. before he dies so the robot can take care of the dog uh, if that technology is available, I will buy it today. So if anything <laughs> happens to me and you, uh, Falcor and Navi will be A-OK. Exactly. We're, we can't leave our puppies unattended. I feel like every every dog parent is going to go and see this movie and then like it's going to want that because I do right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and mm-hmm. one last thing. Godzilla mm-hmm. versus King Kong. Yes. You got get, to get your big monsters smashing each other. Yep. I can't, I can't wait. I, I'm hoping that that one's going to be good. I was pretty pleased with the last Godzilla movie. Um, for the most part, for the most part. Um, okay. So for me, we talked about already Birds of Prey, which comes out in just a week. Um, I'm excited about it. I like Harley Quinn and I, I'm, I'm hoping that this is just going to be a fun blast of a movie. Dustin also mentioned Invisible Man and I like the take that they're taking with this one and Elizabeth Moss is in it. I'm a big fan of hers because... Mm -hmm. Handmaid's Tale and everything that she's done, everything else that she's done, it's an interesting concept for in the direction they're going to go. Yeah. So um, I'm here for it. I'm also a little curious if they're going to try to get their cinema, there was it, their monster universe up and running. We'll like see. have some kind of end <laughs> clip at the very end to where, oh, now there's gonna they're gonna like bring Tom in Cruise Frankenstein. Is gonna walk in and yeah, like Tom Cruise is gonna wander in. It's or kind of like like uh, how Tony Stark or uh, what's his face Coulson gathered all the Avengers. Yeah, we'll see. Um, let's see. Onward and Soul mm-hmm. for the Pixar movies. You already talked about it, so I don't want to take up too much time. Um, Quiet Place 2 is not an honorable mention to me. It is 100% a I have to go see it. It's it's going to be it's going to be good and I will make sure I don't eat any popcorn on this one. Um, 
the obvious choice is is Mulan for me because yeah. I've already gotten really emotional in all of the trailers. I think it looks fantastic, and I can't wait. Um, so I'm going to skip all the ones that you've already talked about. There was a couple that I saw on the list that I thought, huh, this is going to be interesting. I put a couple of horror movies on my list. Oh. I put down Antlers. I put down The Conjuring. The, the It's called The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. The Witches. The Witches. Do you remember the movie The Witches with Angela Houston? Uh, oh, no, just, just, it's just Witches, witches I think. I believe Where that little kid gets turned into a mouse. Yeah, and, oh, and it was yeah. it made me like remember that. That straight was... up afraid of like anyone people. That, yeah, that, yeah, anyone that might look kind of witch like. <laughs> um, you know, but I was young when I saw it. Yeah, true. Um, I'm I'm really curious about that. That movie freaked me out when I was young. So that's gonna be really really interesting to see. Oh, and sorry, I said Angela Houston. It's Angelica Houston. But mm. yeah, this is a remake, and this one's going to star Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and Stanley Tucci. Okay, so they're going to go a little bit more comedy than most likely. What? None of these people have to be comedic actors. Yeah, okay, fine. You're, you're probably right. Octavia Spencer, is oh. she can do yeah. no, anything right. and huge. everything. Yeah. yeah, she's, yeah. Oh, this is going to be... Fantastic. I can't wait. Yeah, Anne, uh, Anne Hathaway is supposedly will star as the Grand High Witch, so she is going to play Angelica, Angelica Houston's role. Oh. That's huge. Yeah. That's not an easy task, so I'm really, really curious about that one. I'm excited for, let's see what else. I'm um, excited about The Eternals. Mm -hmm. That's coming. I'm excited oh, about uh, Morbius. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about... Ghostbusters Afterlife, and then there's a movie called Rhea and the Last Dragon, and that's by Disney, Walt Disney Animations, and I saw parts of it um, at the D23 Expo, uh -huh. and it looks, like, the animation is sick. It oh, looks really? so realistic. What, could you describe what kind of style it is, or it's, is it more like a Miyazaki kind of vibe? No, or? it's not. It's, I think, like, 3D animation, like Frozen. Okay. But more realistic than Frozen. Oh, It looks really? so good. I was blown away by the footage that we saw. So just to give you guys a little bit of um, premise behind this movie. So this uh, movie is about Rhea, who is a young warrior in a fantastical world, and she embarks on a journey to find the last dragon. Hmm. And outside of that, there's really not much else we know. Like, I think she needs the dragon to save her people. Okay. So it's her, it, but she is a warrior. She's like a trained warrior. She's a little bit older. She's got weapons and she does meet the dragon. Aquafina voices the dragon. <laughs> That's going to be hilarious. It's going to be really good. Um, well, we've also seen Aquafina do some pretty serious stuff. Yeah, she in was. In the farewell. In the farewell, she was excellent. Mm -hmm. So uh, I can't wait for that. Um, I have to mention In the Heights. Oh, yeah. I have to mention it. That trailer was everything. I, I've watched it five, six more times since our trailer reaction. And I think it's they're also making so a remake good. of West Side Story. They are year. making a West Side Story. That's yeah. coming out also this year at the end, but I, I don't know. I'm not as excited about that one. Mm, well, and plus, it's not that I don't love the story or the musical. I do. I just. You've seen it. It's I've, been done a hundred times. Yeah, and I really, really like it in the Heights. So, yeah. I mean, I like both. They're, they're both. I, I would say. 
West Side Story is classic because growing up as a musical theater person, like you know, and you you know about West Side Story, mm-hmm. been in it, uh, <laughs> you know, like know all the music from it, know all the story. But in the Heights, the trailer really won me over. Yeah, it does I have loved a it. Really good. I think it, the way it's going to be um, directed and filmed mm-hmm. is going to be, and the cinematography looked really cool. Yeah, here. looks so good. I can't wait to see all the choreography. Okay, last one on my list. Um, this is a movie by Christopher Nolan's called Tenet. Oh. And this is like, um, it's it's a I'm just gonna cuss. It's a mindfuck oh, of really? a movie. Yeah. So this is like Inception, but more because it messes with the time continuum. Oh, so it's is it like uh, time jumping or? We think so, and there's like an espionage kind of a feel to it. You have to. It's really hard to explain because I watched the trailer twice today to be like, okay, I think I can explain this. And after <laughs> like, I nope, watched it a second nope. time, I'm like, I, I can't because the trailer goes forwards and backwards. So oh. if you think about so if you think about the word tenant, you read it forward and backward and it's the same. Oh. It's a what is that, the polydrum? It's like today. O two O two twenty twenty. Oh yeah. If you read it backwards, it's also O two O two twenty twenty. So it's whatever the definition of that word is is terrible. But um I'm really curious to see this movie. It's probably gonna leave me walking out of the theater saying, I don't know what I watched, <laughs> but I love just the concept. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's like the unknown. It's, oh, I can't wait. So we talked about movies. Let's talk a little bit about TV show. I'll be honest. I didn't research too much too much into TV shows. I feel like I spent all my time researching movies. So I let the TV shows go. But yeah. I will say there is a show called Little America that's um, by Kumail Nanjiani. And I think it's produced by him. It's not directed by him. I don't think, but I could be wrong. And it's about all these um, immigrants coming to America and their separate stories uh-huh. about coming to America and living in America. Uh, and it's really, really interesting. One of the episodes is about an Asian mom, single mom. Uh, so that already I know it's going to hit real here. close to home, just like Fresh Off the Boat did for me when, when in its you know first couple of seasons. So I am looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, which is, oh my gosh, it's February. So we're going to get a soon. Clone Wars. Oh yeah, that's yes. right. Oh, I have, it's funny. I even have that marked down on my calendar. Do you? And I'm like, I can't wait to see this just because I want to see more Ahsoka. I want to see a little more of Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. I want to hear that story because we kind of heard the conclusion of it in the, the Ahsoka, Ahsoka book. book. But yeah, it's also kind of sad because this year we're losing out on a couple of our favorite TV shows. Fresh Off the Boat's going to be canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, the Good Place ended. The Good Place just ended. We just watched the finale today. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, so many tears. But oh. what a great way to end that show. Yes. Very, very true. There's just throughout the entire show, I'm just like, I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> Who's Cutting Onions and in there here? there were some times when I deliberately did not say or comment on something because it would have come out. like I couldn't quite say it without having a the quiver in your voice that you sound like when you're about ready to cry that show is really excellent I have to admit this was probably the weakest season out of all of them Mm -hmm. but they nailed the ending which is the most important thing to do in the final season of your show I agree 
I'm also really excited about Obi-Wan. I feel like I'm only I'm excited. All my shows are Star Wars. Oh, yeah. We have Obi-Wan, Obi Clone Wars, and Mandalorian. Is that this year, though? I think Mandalorian, yeah, it does come I out feel... in I don't think there's an official release date yet. You talk. I'm going to look it up. But I do believe that it is um, slated to release in 2020. Um, Obi-Wan, on the other hand, I don't think has even started filming yet. Because... What is it? After Rise of Skywalker, there was this huge, um, you know, what is it? When they take the headlines and just kind of explode with, oh, they're pushing back Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then Ewan McGregor comes out and he goes, it's nothing. They saw the reaction to Rise of Skywalker and they were like, you know, we need to do a little bit more work on the script, which is what happens. It happens in shows. And you know what? I'm kind of ex I'm kind of glad that they'd be willing to be like hold on a second let's slow down the direction that we may have been going in may not quite work anymore because of people's reactions so mm. let's take the time to adapt it and really make something special for the fans yeah I I say take the time make it right Exactly. You know, we'll we'll be here for it. Um, Don't and then take just too much time though, because I want to see it really, really bad. We've been asking for it before. Yeah. When um, as soon as what is it? The prequels were over. We were like arguing. I mean, and amongst ourselves about the prequels, and but we were like, but we love you and McGregor. We want to see him back. Yeah, one hundred universally agreed on. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then also just to circle back to the Mandal Mandalorian, John Favreau did tweet out season two of hashtag the Mandalorian is coming in fall twenty twenty. So oh. the Mandalorian debuted uh, on November twelfth, twenty nineteen. So maybe we'll get it again around that time, which I wouldn't mind because mm, right around the holiday break, that means I got I get to you know watch a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And for me, honestly, that's it for TV shows. I yeah. don't. Oh, uh -huh, go for ahead. me, I'm excited to also so for. Um... John Oliver to come back. Oh yeah! So I like I love the show. So I'm I'm excited for him to come back. He has a lot to talk about. So he hasn't been <laughs> on air. He hasn't done a new show for quite a long time. So I'm excited to see what his next one's about. And then finally, uh, we're gonna start wrapping up soon. But uh, to talk about things that are not existing on TV or movie or streaming services, something we're both looking forward to, and it's. I feel like this doesn't really belong in 2020 because it's it was it's already out. But we, you and I haven't like experienced it yet. Yeah. Therefore, this is what we're looking forward to do in 2020, which we could be doing next week. Very true. And Hopefully that is we'll be able to go and see Rise of the Resistance. And oh, I've just heard so much good stuff about this ride i've also heard that it breaks down a lot but it's a brand new <laughs> highest tech ride that they've ever made ever anywhere so it makes sense that they would have a little bit of difficulty with the ride breaking down so but i'm just so so stoked but we've heard that it's a pain in the butt to get on you have to be there before opening as soon as they open you hop on the app get your t your boarding pass and then hopefully you'll be lucky and be able to go on it at the end of the day. I know. It's it's really, really insane. And considering that this, in February, it is January slash February is not really peak season for theme parks. Mm -hmm. And I've seen photos of people waiting to get into Disneyland to go on this ride. And the photos alone scared me away to be like, you know what? I'm glad I didn't go. Mm -hmm. um, because it's so crowded. It's so... 
you and I have been, you know, asking people who have gone on the ride, what they thought of the ride, any tips and tricks they have for us to ensure that we get on the ride. There is no way to ensure that you're going to get on this ride. Yeah. I they, they say that your best route of action, your best, is that how you say it? Your best course of action. Course. Uh, <laughs> route course. Um, your enough. best course of action is to get to Disneyland at Rope Drop, which is whenever the park opens. Wait there like everybody else and just got, get your app on your phone open and check in and hope that you can get into a boarding group that's towards the beginning. And then you wait your turn and then you get on the ride, assuming that the ride has not broken down. And it's uh, not breaking down because it was poorly designed. I think it's breaking down. I guess you can argue it's that. Just so Because high so many people keep going on it all the time. And I hear that the ride's kind of long. Like, the queue is long, and then the ride is like 15 minutes or something like that. Oh. I don't that's know. A I've heard mixed. I've heard, I've heard mixed responses to how long the ride is. So, I don't know if people are calculating it from the pre-show to the end of the ride, or when your butt is in the ride vehicle to the end of the ride. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It looks like a ton of fun and mm-hmm. I can't wait to go. I feel like I've seen way too much footage and talked to too many people to know exactly what is happening on this mm-hmm. ride, but we haven't experienced it yet. Yeah, very true. And what we've only been on one other trackless ride. In Tokyo Disney. And that was Tokyo Disney. Everyone was saying, You have to go on Pooh's Honey Hunt. You have to go on Pooh's Honey Hunt. And I loved our reaction at first. It's like, What? The Winnie the say Pooh the, ride? Winnie the Pooh ride? We yeah. have to go on that? Yeah, get a fast pass and go on it. Like, okay, okay, fine. And of course, we got the fast pass. We were like, the last fast pass of the day. That we, one ran out quick. Yes. And then what is it? As soon as we were done, <clears throat> we were like, well, we've only got like five more minutes before the park closes. Let's hop back on it again. Yeah, so we waited in line for another 20 an ex- minutes. And it was... It's it's the most innovative and insane ride. Mm-hmm. Not insane as in thrill. Insane as the experience we had it's yes. so good and now i understand why people say you have to go on Pooh's honey hunt mm-hmm. oh something else that's coming out in 2020 that i'm super excited about is the opening of um avengers campus <gasps> if that's i'm not right. mistaken that's opening up in 2020 oh my gosh and i'm excited for that spider-man ride i'm excited to see their robotic spider-man flying through the air yeah we saw an episode of was it like a day at disney or something like that what was it it was the imagineer story that's what it was the imagineer story and they were working on these um what you call them acrobatic robots yeah where they know the positions that you have to hit at what time in your jump in order to land perfectly and to see this robot, I have to admit, it is super cool to they, see. They like slingshot it from one side of the building. It chops over probably, is it is that Main Street, Hollywood Boulevard, at mm-hmm. California Ventures? And then lands on the other side. And it, obviously the liability is much lower if you get a robot to do it. As yeah. opposed to a, a human being where human errors can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, if you crash a robot... It sucks, mm-hmm. but you can fix it or, and make a new one. You can't make a new human. Nope. You can't make a new Very human, true. so let's Once... just be super safe. Um, but when we were watching that Imagineering story, Dustin paused uh, when that robot, it was an unmarked robot, and just like there was no coloring on it or anything like that. And he said, hey, look at those poses. They look like Spider-Man poses. So then we pulled up some Spider-Man poses, and we are like, that looks like it could be a Spider-Man that they were flinging into the air. 
Mm -hmm. And, and I was then, like, that's what they're doing. They're preparing that robot just to be flung around all through Avenger Campus. And didn't you find an Instagram post or a Facebook post or something that showed a finished, like, painted robot that's yes. like Spider-Man? they had him in the suit. Yeah, in the suit. And doing those uh, jumping poses that yeah. we saw. So it's good observation from you. That, I think it's going to be really, really good. The, um, the ride vehicles... We don't really know much about it, honestly, about yeah. the ride. But I'm um, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Marvel Land or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> That's probably what they're going to start calling. And I, people I think it's aren't going to say Avengers, Avengers Campus. Campus. They're going to just simply call it Marvel, Marvel Land. Land, Star Wars Land, mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Harry it's... Potter Land. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. More stuff for uh, theme park adventures to go out there and just have a lot of fun. Super excited about that. Me too. Um, I'm trying to think of like anything else I'm looking forward to. And right now my mind is drawing a blank because we did so many trailer reactions all day today. My mind is so fuzzy. But we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about our most anticipated um, movies, some TV shows, and a couple of... Oh, oh, no, wait. I just remembered something. <laughs> just because we have to go back and do this. Um, Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, yeah. The Boysenberry Boys Festival. Festival. Okay, I know it's... That was so good. I feel like now that I said it out loud, it sounds kind of dumb. What? No. Last year we went, we filmed it, and it was such good food. It was really good food. It was really fun. I don't think we actually went on any rides. Not after eating all of that. I was no. going to... I didn't want to throw up Boysenberry. We also were on a little bit, of, little bit of a time crunch because we had to get home to um, feed our dogs to feed and take out the dogs so this year Dustin's parents they saw our video um, on the movie couple channel and they mm -hmm. said they wanted to come and then I just saw Kim Horcher the other day and she said I want to go so we <laughs> might have a really big group coming with us which is to me it's more the merrier because yeah. that means everybody can order something different maybe you know, obviously they can order whatever they want, but if she has something that's different, maybe like we can trade bite for bite or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, then also that's kind of what my family does. You know, we have those big meals where he's like, hey, can I try a little bit of that? And we're just trying everyone else's food. I know yeah. that drives some people nuts, but that's kind of how my family's always been. So mm -hmm. I'm like, it's going to be fun going there. And then just eating food, maybe going a few rides. And so I'm excited. I don't think it's absolutely right. I complete, kind of completely forgot about that. Yeah, I, I just remember because we were, I was thinking, my mind thought theme park, and I was like, wait, <laughs> let me stop my outro and talk about uh, Boysenberry Festival, which sounds, it, it still sounds a little silly, but I'm ex I'm excited for it. Well, you guys, um, that was our 2020 most anticipated list of mainly movies, yeah, <laughs> some TV shows, and some theme park things um thank you all so much for listening thank you dustin for being a part of this episode hey well thanks for having me yeah you gotta come back where can everybody find you on social media well you can find me um on the movie couple channel on youtube and on instagram at the movie couple and you guys thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe to this podcast on itunes or on spotify or anywhere you get your podcast um and i'd love it if you can leave us a rating and review five stars is much appreciated thank you very much the geek and glitter podcast is available on itunes spotify stitcher overcast or any other 
podcast platforms. And if you have friends who enjoy geek fashion and lifestyle, let them know that this podcast is out here. Um, we'd love to get some more ears on this podcast. You can email us at geekandglitter at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, and we'll uh, talk about it and answer in a future episode. And of course, for any latest news on geek fashion and updates, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Geek and Glitter or just visit www.geekandglitter.com. And you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Dustin for being here. And tune in next time for more Geek and Glitter. <laughs>